Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And ah, what a <laughs> life it is, Mike Manning. We have had a good day and you have a fun weekend coming up. I do Because have a you're fun. a small business owner and uh-huh. you had to ask no one for time off. I did not. Well, I had to ask the HBIC, but yes. luckily she said yes. She's on your side. She right? is yeah. on my side. So. Um, no, but we have had one of those kick-ass killer days. It started with a great coaching session with a client that is so far ahead of where she thought she was going to be that she's kind of her head spinning a little bit at how much success that she's had. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that she really thought that she was going to get to that point. And then we followed that up with um, launching our first um, sales and marketing business mastermind group. We had a fun crew um, via um, virtual meeting, and we had an absolute blast with that. We did. I've talked to two of the people since then, three of the people since then, and they found it... uh, a lot of nuggets that they got because we go around the table and somebody will ask a question of kind of what they're looking for. And then everybody gets to give their help and somebody they know suggestions. And so it's very well received, but it's just third. And we've talked about this Thursdays are the best, probably the best days for us coaching BNI and in the podcast. Yeah. And Especially when in. we have wonderful guests like this. And we do. And so today we're going to have um, two really fun episodes um, with, a very, 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 very wow. special guest. The one, the only, Miss Heather Widener. Thank you for having me. Hi. And I just gave the most shit-eating cheese grin to Heather because <laughs> not only is she a kick-ass businesswoman, mm-hmm. She also is the one who delivered my bridal dreams and made them come true with my bridal florals, um, which were absolutely amazing, magazine-worthy, if I do say so myself. Yes. Um, And we're going to talk a bit today about you business-wise. I know you very well personally because we've been friends now for um, a few years. For a few years. And believe it or not, I think that you're not the first guest that we've had on the show that I met through kickball. We've not spoken of your kickball days in a while. We have not. We have not. But that is how Heather and I met was on our kickball league. Yes, it was a great time. It was. And two weeks ago when Trinity goes, hey, our our guest on, what are we, on the 24th today is going to be my friend Heather. I'm like, okay. So I'm doing my research on Heather. I'm Googling it like, nothing's ringing a bell <laughs> other than Trinity and Heather being connected on limited social media. Cause Heather does a good job. I'm like, I, there, I got nothing on this woman. So, which is fine. Trinity and I are up for a challenge anytime. And Heather walks in is like, I do know her. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. We, we spent time in the way. Yes. You are very helpful. <laughs> but there were no pictures of you the, on uh, your social media stuff, which few. is by design. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. a few. So good for you, by the way. Well, thank you. To be you. hidden. So. Well, yeah. With everything going on in the world today, you just can never be too careful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's me. I'm like, <laughs> wide oh, yeah. open. 
Well, you saw what she posted yesterday on her trip to yeah. the nail salon. Yes. Yeah. That's and what I, I love wish. about her. She just throw it all out. This is the dress that I was wearing. So for our listeners out there, we might as well tell yep. them the story. Yep. Um, so COVID-19 pounds happened to me. Um, I love my husband, Scott. He has been cooking fabulous food. I sent home Mike with some cheesecake yesterday that he had made for Becky's birthday. Hey, Becky, happy birthday. Um, And I can't blame it on him. I have to blame it on the fact that the Mm -hmm. gym has been closed and I have not been working out. I agree with you. I normally We were very dedicated (laughs) before all this. Before all this. Keep keep going. (laughs) We'll start with the gym. And then you you top it off with the fact that my nails have looked like total crap for months on end. And Scott has been on my ass to go get my nails done. And it's just one of those things where I was like, I'll paint it myself and it'll be fine. But I've always had my nails done. It's just mm. one of the things that I like to have yeah. pulled together. So I call the nail salon and I'm like, Laura, oh my God, it's Trinity. And they know my voice when I call because I go there so frequently. And she's like, it's been forever. What time do you want to come in? Puts me down for an appointment. I walk into the nail salon. Let's just say I was feeling cute that day. <laughs> I was feeling cute because I'd just gotten a new dress, and I put it on, and I thought, huh, this dress is so comfy. I might buy another one in a different color. It's got pockets. Ooh. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I walk into the flipping nail salon, and Laura and Joanne walk over to me, and they are so excited. They're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Trinity, you're here. Like, everybody's staring at me like I'm a freaking celebrity. And she runs over and takes two looks at my belly and then does a double take. And I was like, oh, my God, she looked at me like thinking I was pregnant and like this is going through my head but she didn't say anything and then Joanne comes over and grabs me around the waist and is like congratulations (laughs) and I looked at her and then I looked at Laura and I said nope not pregnant just fat (laughs) and everybody in the salon starts laughing and it was so freaking embarrassing because they thought for sure both of them thought that I was pregnant and were very excited to congratulate me on my newly formed bump but really in actual it it was literally a burrito like I had just ate a breakfast burrito (laughs) you were I mean you've been working hard on I've been yeah I've been working hard on this COVID body (laughs) and so I'm over at her house yesterday and we're meeting going over our mastermind stuff and she tells me the story I'm like well I didn't I, anyways, I'm surprised to think, like, how do you get to that conclusion? And then <laughs> we're sitting there, and I get a notification on my Facebook that she posted it on Facebook. Oh, I did. But that's what I love about her. It's like, folks, here's yep, what you get here all it of is. me. Yeah. Here's what happened. That's exactly and, what I love about you, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm like wide open. <laughs> I thought it was really funny because oh. it is, in my opinion, in very bad taste to ever ask a woman if she's pregnant. Unless you yes. know her, they volunteer that information. Men, ladies, for those of you who are listening, especially if it's one of your clients, I would never mm-hmm. assume that they were pregnant and say something to them because it, it may just be COVID. It might just be COVID, <laughs> yes. And I mean, I think everybody has either gone one way or the other. Either they're very dedicated because they have all this extra time or I'm like you where I'm like, We'll get back to the gym. We'll get back to the gym, like, eventually. Yeah, because Heather and I were doing really good working out together and going to classes. The classes that we were taking, they haven't had since 
right after COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah so. they haven't been do- well. On our gym just reopened too, yeah. um, and they, they're not doing the group. They don't have group fitness yeah. classes, and that's what not we the ones we were do. taking. Yeah. yeah. And you saw who else's studio opened the other day. Oh, I thought you were going to say I saw who else looked pregnant. No, <laughs> no I, I did that one time years ago, and I don't. Even if I know, I wait for somebody else to say it publicly. And yeah, yeah. even if right. I know. Because if you walk behind a pregnant woman, you can tell she's pregnant because it's just out. So yeah. behind them, you don't see. So, you know, I've been around long enough. I got a couple of boys, you know, and grandson. i kind of been through this a little bit. But I did say that. I was like late 20s. And that's been 30 years ago. I haven't said anything since. But anyways, you know who else's studio opened this week? Who? Uh, Alicia. Oh, yes. Yeah. I saw Gerardo. that. Yep. Alicia. Former guest on the show. Shout out yep. to you. I think she was actually one of the first female business owners we had on the show. Oh, yeah. She was and, early. And yeah. um, she actually, we need to bring her back on the show because quick update a lot of the local yoga studios have gone out of business and mm-hmm. she has managed to stay in business. She um, pivoted her platform to doing online classes mm-hmm. and also doing some childcare like stuff for kids, yeah. um, which was genius and just opened back up and now has people back in the studio on a limited basis. But I'm really proud of her for hanging in there yeah. because when so many people were going under, in the video she posts of doing these handstands and these yoga, oh. everything's up in the air. The only thing you touch the ground are her hands when she does these unbelievable things. And it's like you know, on sides of cliffs. Yes. <laughs> and just, I think Cameron, one time, I think he was laying down or he was pushed up a little bit and she was doing a, some sort of handstand split on him sitting on something or elevated. It's like... You people, A, very impressive, but B, you people are crazy. Well, and I think that she has him trained really well because he is willing to stop and take all the photos for her that she needs um, to post on her social media because she does a great job with her social media following. It takes a lot of work to get there because... I was taking yoga for a while, and I was like, oh, yeah, let me try some, like, handstands and stuff. You have to build up to that. If you don't, you're in a lot of pain the next day. Like, I learned that pretty quickly. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, maybe I'm not as advanced at all. Like, that one class that we were taking. Yeah. And Heather gets up, looks at me, walks out in the hallway, and I was like, oh, she's going to throw up. I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah, I really did. But But that's what I loved about that class. Yeah, Yeah, it it makes you want to die. And then you're like, okay, I feel so good. Great feel amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think this is the first florist we've had on the show. It is the first florist that we've had on the show. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, you celebrating your six-year anniversary with um, the insurance that you sell and financial investing that you do. And, and we're no also- picture on the website because I thought, all right, I'll go to their website. At least I get a <clears throat> Nothing. So I told Trinity- there's nothing on the website about her. We need to get you some professional headshots, girl. Oh, yeah, I know. I do need to do that. Um, but, yeah, with <laughs> Junary, if you're not, if you don't have your securities, yeah. then you're probably not on that website. Okay. So. There's like four people there. Yeah. Maybe five, but I think it's four, mm-hmm. yeah. The two owners and then a, a guy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I tried to sit for my, one of my, for my Series 7. Yeah. Well... I was a little overly optimistic on the fact that I'm a really good test taker. You are. 
And it is, it's a strength of mine. I can gla- kind of glaze through some information and then sit down and take a test and ace it without mm-hmm. doing a whole lot of studying. So I had read like half of the Series 7 prep book. I'm impressed you did that because just reading that book, well, it was horrible. Difficult. Yeah. And then I went and said, I didn't have enough time to finish studying. So You're I went so and said, this is what I was like. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, screw it. I'm going to sit for the exam anyways. I know I know at least like 60% of the information. Yep. Bet you I can wing the other 40%. No, no, no. So I failed and I just never got the desire to go sit for it again well i'm impressed that you even did it once because i and that i admit I that thought i about failed it. at it yeah i i mean i failed my license test twice before i passed it because they work to make you fail they do you know yeah and the questions are always written to trick you yeah exactly which is the it's most true and there's five answers. Yeah, like, and oh, like man. four of yeah. them are all true, but yeah. one of them's really true. <laughs> you know, so you're like, fuck this test. I hate yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I felt about the Series yeah. 7. Yeah. So can I tell a quick Trinity story? Sure, of course. So to, she's heard this far. I'm going to tell her for another year and a half till I forget about it. We did episode 100 a couple weeks ago with Woo-hoo! Scott. Congratulations. Thank you. With Scott and Becky. And after the second day, Trinity actually made Scott take the Strengths Finders test. I did. Really? Yes. Because <laughs> it's really important to me that I know how the brains work of people that I'm going to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. And it told me a couple of things about him. One, it gave me insight into his personality, but also I was like, ooh, I can mold this guy if he's willing to take this test. See. Oh my well, God, here we go. Uh-huh. Hang on a sec. In defense of guys, after date number two of a girl we really like, He'd have taken three more tests. I would have done the same thing for Becky. I would have given up the next four Saturdays to take a stupid test just as long as I could keep going out with you. It was no surprise Scott took the test. No, he's a great guy. Knowing Trinity, now, no surprise she asked for it. (laughs) This is true as well. (laughs) He was probably like, this girl is such a weirdo. He's Uh, a good sport. He he is, yeah. He really is. um, I made him pull out his answers That's the other so day funny. and resend them to me because I was like, oh, I need to review oh your, your results. And I also had him take the um, and give me his results for his five love languages because yeah. that's oh, yeah. a good one. His was acts of service or yours were? Um, so my top one is acts of yeah. service. That's how I like to be loved. And his is quality time. That's right. Or cooking. For or his cooking. spouse, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. Which again is acts of service because yes. he cooks dinner almost every night. Yeah, and, and you willingly eat I it. I willingly <laughs> eat it and feel incredibly grateful that I don't have to worry about putting yeah. dinner together. Yep. Because yeah, nice. does he still me. bring you coffee and everything? He does. He does. He did. We we're zooming a couple weeks ago, and all of a sudden she goes, "I also we're talking, and I just see her do this. Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah. And like Scott bringing coffee upstairs. I'm like. <laughs> Don't ever complain to anybody about anything, Trinity. No, I would never complain about him. I know that I hit the mm. the spouse jackpot when yes. I married that man. Yep. Um, I also waited a whole lot longer mm-hmm. to do it. Yep. So I actually knew that he was the one. Yep. And I'm lucky that all those other idiots didn't scoop him up. Yes. 
because he had other girlfriends before oh, yeah. me. Yeah. We won't talk about them because they all suck. Well, you dated an island well, of guys. Yeah, yeah, there's an island an of guys. Island. <laughs> That's a backstory. We'll get into that yeah, later about that. But anyways, let's talk about Heather here. So, um, Heather's flower shop, Flower Creations Rollsville. Mm-hmm. Um, super cute. Thank you. I think that the work you do is absolutely gorgeous. Obviously, I am very partial because you did my wedding and And it was amazing. I loved it. You had such a different idea than most brides, and that's what I really enjoyed about it bringing it all together. Yeah, I'm probably one of the few that was like, get all the air plants and all the succulents, (laughs) and I want them everywhere. And I wanted it very green and natural, like a little. Not a little, a giant bohemian yeah. garden yeah. Yeah. of just wild things. Mm-hmm. And I still have about 50% of the plants that we used in my wedding. I have growing in my house because the air plants, well, yep. a lot of them died. But I'm impressed you still have that many, though. Yeah. I've been trying to, but they've been dying off slowly as I forget to, because I have them yeah. stuffed in all corners of the house. Now, that's not the funniest thing brought back from the wedding house. Oh, my what God. Was? About the boxes that you guys opened. Oh, yeah, you still have my beach chair, too. No, no, no. Oh, oh that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. They should have no, taken 10 is, of those. So yeah. the, one of the coolest things about the wedding was the fact that so many people pitched in to help us clean mm-hmm. up. One of the worst things that happened was so many people pushed yeah, in to clean up yeah, right. because Scott and I were getting ready to go to bed one night and I was like, I can't stop until I open up all these boxes and look inside them. And he was like, well, you're just going to put them away. A different. And I was like, no, I'm like, I just have to know what's in each of them. Thank God, because I open up a box and someone had packed the leftover Chinese food that we had brought to the beach house. Oh, <laughs> so leftover Chinese my food, God. made it from my house to the beach house, sat in the refrigerator for God for seven days, and then got repacked in a box <laughs> and sent back with us. And then in another box, I find just a random bag of baby carrots, yeah. just thrown in a box with some decorations. And yeah, we're so. talking one day. She goes, you're not going to believe oh what somebody God. left. Yeah. yeah. You so would we, think those would go in the trash. One word, yeah. would we think, had a couple of those around. I guess people were like, they Trinity's didn't want to hard up for Chinese food. Like she, needs, they're just in the she mode of throw, throw everything <laughs> no, in the box. They felt bad for Trinity because during her wedding weekend, she only sold one house. <laughs> That's why. I can't only re- while can't she was, even remember. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, that's awesome that you did. I did. You I know? sold a couple during the, during oh, yeah. the wedding. Yep. Yep. But that moment in time when Heather first brought me my bouquet and I cried. And I was so excited. It was all just so surreal because prepping for that, you know, it's all just, okay, this is my client and I need to take care of this. But then it was like walking in. I was like, oh. You look so beautiful, and it was just Thanks. so. It was awesome. That house was awesome. Everything yeah. was yeah. awesome. It was Everything amazing. about it was awesome. And I was really fortunate that I got to work with so many people that I knew. Um, like Mike officiated the wedding, which was amazing, was and he fun. helped me with decor too. He didn't even mean to. What did I? <laughs> you, I was just like, I need help with this, this, yeah. and this, and then you were like, okay, and yeah, then you I were mean, hanging stuff, helping I, me do whatever. I have an event I background, mean, so I'm like, all yeah. right, jump in. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was kind of what everybody yeah. did. You know, it was great. So, how did you get into the floral industry? 
what broke you into that? I actually didn't mean to get into it at all. Um, so I worked for one of the u- local universities for almost four years, and I was doing the student health insurance. And I liked my job, but I felt very limited in what I could do, and I just wanted to be my own boss. So since I had uh, you know, over 10 years' experience in the health field, I decided I would get my license. So I got my health and life license. And I started selling insurance and I started from literally nothing, like zero. So when you're doing that, it's hard to eat or survive (laughs) or do anything. So after about a year, I was really grinding it out hard and I just wanted some extra money. So I started delivering for the flower shop in my town. I liked it. And also insurance, there's no creativity. Mm -hmm. So I needed something well, you know, I mean, it's just numbers, yeah, and, and, I, and I love that part, but it's not, it's a totally different part of your brain, you know? Yeah. And I just felt like I was missing that. Like, I was missing something that made me, like, excited. And so then I started working, you know, delivering the flowers, learning more about that. And then the lady I was working for, she was getting older. She had back surgery, and she decided she was going to close her shop. So I was like, well, Roseville needs a florist, so... I guess I'm going to buy this. So I bought it and I literally had no idea what I was getting into, (laughs) but I'm so glad I did. And now I'm going in January, it'll be five years that I've had my florist at my flower shop. So I'm really glad I did. I love it, especially with everything this year. It's nice to like put something good back and positive and it's exciting when I actually have work to do, you know, because for a while we didn't have much to do. So, yeah, because people weren't sending anything. And Mm. I mean, crap, your busiest season prom and all the the events and dances and graduation and weddings. And I mean, I can't even imagine how hard that had to have hit you because you think about all the things that people get, even like funerals, like all the stuff that people get together for in large groups that need floral arrangements pretty much all went to the wayside. Yeah. And I mean, most people weren't even going to their loved ones funerals, which is hard enough, you know, and then they're nervous just to send anything because we didn't know much about this virus. So they're like, well, I don't want to send something that someone's going to catch the virus from. Mm -hmm. But now that we know a little more, you know, things are definitely picking back up. So what would you say was the thing that you did um, that helped you to pivot the most? Or did you have a pivot? Oh, I love that you actually used that word because I was thinking that earlier. Like, as a business owner, you always have to pivot. And that's definitely what I realized because when I realized, okay, there's no big events, then, okay, I need to push my everyday arrangements more and be more involved with my community however I can, even though it's limited. So I'm actually going to start teaching a class, um, the Roseville Parks and Rec, we're just talking about it. It's in the works. Nothing finalized right now. But, you know, so just to do something to give back in the community, teach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also maybe also get clients as well. That's awesome. So, Well, um, and I think you went through an interesting growth phase because you were growing and you actually downsized your shop. Right. Which when a lot of people are looking at 
making more money or doing better. They're like, I have to grow. I have to grow. I have to get more square footage. I have to hold more flowers. And you were like, okay, I can hold the same amount of inventory. I don't need this giant shop front because in reality, it's not like people are walking by and going, ooh, let me buy some flowers. They were, but not at the rate I needed for to my justify overhead. The overhead. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. And now I have a much smaller shop. And honestly, I really enjoy it a lot more um, because I don't have to work so hard to pay all these extreme bills, you know, and it's just, it was a very big learning curve because I, first of all, I thought I always had to be working. Like, so I didn't really have much of a social life my first year, you know, mm-hmm. I just was like, well, even at your wedding, like it was hard for me at times to be social because I was exhausted or, you know, I had to work. So it's hard to find that balance. Yeah. So I've definitely been working on that. But who's watching the store now? <laughs> no one. Okay. <laughs> but that's, again, beauty of a small business owner. Exactly. Yep. And yep. the way I have it set up after COVID is I'm just doing curbside pickup or delivery right now because I figure, you know, I can help someone with those options. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you doing delivery before COVID? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was letting people come in the shop. Now, at this yeah. point, um, if I meet with a bride or something, they're definitely welcome. But at this point, it's just easy for me to go ahead and have it ready for them and just meet them outside. Is delivery, <clears throat> without asking hard numbers, is delivery a higher percentage of your revenue now than it was before COVID? Yes. Considerably more? Yes. And you think all that is all because of COVID? Well, I think it's COVID and convenience, yeah. you know, because some people are high risk and they don't want to, they don't want to come to my shop. So that's another reason why I'm just not offering it just to kind of blanket everything, you know, um, because some people don't feel comfortable coming mm-hmm. in and I completely respect that. So they're like, it's easier. Can you mm-hmm. just please deliver this? Even if it's just to the person's home, you know? Yeah. Do you expect once we are released back to the public and there's a vaccine and whatever this evolves to, I've just, I've stopped using the word normal because, you know, even new normal, hate I don't like that. Who knows what that's going to be. Right. Do you expect more people like, oh, I enjoyed having those delivered. I'm willing to pay, you know, whatever that is to get delivered. Do you think that mindset is, is more prevalent now? Yeah, I don't think that's going to go away, especially with like Instacart, DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that yes. stuff. Like Everybody wants something fast enough yeah. at their and, and if you don't have to leave your house, yeah. I mean, even better. You'll pay five bucks because yeah. I don't want to get out of my chair yeah. to get my shoes on to drive the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. And well, for flowers, a lot of people think, you know, if I have it delivered, it shows I put thought into it, which they did. You know, and, and a lot of the times the flowers mean a lot more than just flowers. A lot of times, you know, someone messed up or they are just truly in love and they're celebrating an anniversary. And that's kind of what I really enjoy about it is seeing that chivalry Mm -hmm. is not dead. And there are guys that still still care and that um, even women, too. You know, Mm -hmm. I have women send their husbands. I think you've sent Scott stuff. I did. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you know. Gotta spoil that, man. I love just seeing that and um that's what i like the most about it in the wedding business is picking back up yeah actually so i have weddings every weekend in october which is exciting because i have i've had few and far between Mm -hmm. so far but i think that now brides are starting to be like okay we're going to go ahead and push forward and as a small business owner 
you're okay working weekends? I'll work whenever I need to. I mean, Amen, girl. Amen. Yep. Oh, yeah. Preach. I mean, because then there are certain weekends that I set aside for myself, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm not going to accept a wedding. I'm booked that weekend, you know, yeah. taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they don't need to know. Yeah. And I, it took me a while to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Once you understand the pacing of things, you know, like, you know what? If I took this weekend off, I'm still have events the next seven weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, and you do a little bit more on the front end of that long weekend off. So it's, but a lot of this, it's like COVID. The, and we've talked about this. The, the people and the companies that will succeed out of this, I think, are the ones that have been able to manage it. Not perfect it, not beat it, but at least just manage it. More deliveries. Right. Closed, but we'll bring it, you know, stuff right. like that. Or I'll meet you outside. In, right. Instead <laughs> yeah, of saying, yeah. well, I won't be able to see anybody or do anything, so why right. should I stay open? But you just, you got to understand to manage it. It's like going through rain, snow, right? 108 degree weather for nine days. You got to manage it. I'm not comparing COVID to this. Don't get me wrong. But it's just when those situations come up, can you manage it or not? So, and you are. It sounds like you are. Trying. I'm doing the best I can. You're still open, right? Yeah, exactly. You're managing it because yeah. we're way deep into it. Yeah, I mean, I feel very thankful yep. to be where I am, um, for sure, just because I know there are some people who still can't work right now, mm. and I feel really bad for all of them, for yes. sure. Oh, yeah. Do you have projections for the fourth quarter, kind of a sense of what that's going to be like? To be honest with you, I really have no idea. Okay. Just because... Who knows what's going to happen after the election? Yeah. And I mean, realistically. Yeah. You mean the night of or the two weeks just after? Just in general, <laughs> yes. you know, I mean, just yeah. I, I feel good about October. I mean, you know, I have okay. events in November, but November, December, I guess we'll just see what happens and what what's released in terms of COVID and yeah. if we can have events. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has the most to do with it, you know, is the restrictions. Because if people can't have events... Schools can't have events. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody can have events. Then that kind of limits a lot. What's the most number of flowers, not for a wedding, made probably for an individual that you've delivered? And could you tell how big of a doghouse he was in? <laughs> well, um, this one guy, he spent about $500 on just like a, a an anniversary arrangement. So it wasn't that he was in the doghouse. It was just wow. that he really wanted to show her he loved her and he wanted it to be the best. Scott, Aww. are you listening? <laughs> so Aww. I would kill him if he spent $500 on something that unless it had some kind of living aspect to it. You'd kill it. it anyways. I would. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be it. sad. I would be really sad. <laughs> well, there's, some, there's a limit to how much I want for yes, flowers. Yeah. Well, some people don't do it often, so when they do, that's they how they justify the it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I never do this. They really deserve it. Yeah. You know, or I they'll say. I would rather say, get, like, $500 stuff throughout the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand right. that. Um, well, I have had a lot of fun today. Me and too, thank you. I'm really looking forward to some of my fun questions that I get to ask you on our next show. But if people are out there and they're listening and they're like, man, Trinity's such a great influencer. And of course, <laughs> if she used Heather for her flowers, I want to use Heather for my flowers. So how would they reach you? They can reach me at 919-429-7585 or Instagram. I'm Flower Creations NC or Facebook, Flower Creations 
or our website, flowercreationsrollsville.net. Awesome. And I would definitely um, recommend that people get out there, check out your work. It is absolutely stunning. And if you want to see other um, pieces of her work, you can check out my wedding pictures on my Instagram account. Yes, please do. And COVID would be a good time for someone to send some just checking on your flower arrangements, right? Yeah, of course. Because you, there's some people you probably haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure they're doing okay. And it doesn't have to be 500 bucks. It would be nice if it is. Yeah. But just a little arrangement to say, hey, thinking of you, hope you're okay. And there's also, just so just to touch on uh, it not staying alive, you can send plants. Yeah. So you could do a nice dish garden, have yep. different types of plants. So then that way they can transfer them into their yard mm-hmm. when it's appropriate. So those kind of things can stick that around. That is cool. See, I like that. Yep. I like where your head's at. It's very popular right now. Definitely. And of course, what else is popular? Oh, Trinity French and Mike Manning. And if you want to follow us, if you want to find us, we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we would love to hear from you. You can email us, info at wiredtochange.com. And right now we're in the throes of our mastermind group, but we have some other fun stuff coming up. So check out our website for future coaching and events that we will be doing wired2change.com, and that's with the number two. Yep, and found a new listener the other day, our friend Rumi Rhodes, a banker. We're talking to her the other day. She goes, oh, found your podcast. I love it. I listen to it all the time. So, Rumi, thank you very much. Rumi, we love fan mail. (laughs) We do. (laughs) And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.